Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We're your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we are talking about a topic which most five-year-olds should be familiar with, and that is primary colors. Seems like an easy enough topic. Red, yellow, and blue, right? Well, kind of. There are two different sets of primary colors we learn about. One is, of course, red, blue, and green, which are considered primary colors for TVs and computer screens. But for printer ink, we have cyan, magenta, and yellow, or the red, yellow, and blue, as you were describing. So why do we have those primary colors in ink? That's actually a really, really good question. It all depends on the context here. The primary colors that we perceive are due to the three types of color-sensitive cone cells in our eyes. So in our eyes, we have one for red, one for green, and one for blue. But when it comes to light, like on your computer screen, we use an additive model. We actually start with black, which is considered no color at all, and add red, green, and blue light to then create these other colors. Uh, This is very commonly known as the RGB primary color model. Interesting. Okay, so if that is for screens, then what about the cyan, magenta, and yellow model? Why are those primary colors in ink? Yes. Uh, So when we're dealing with pigments, this is like when you're printing or painting something, we actually use something called a subtractive model. We start with white, which is considered all the colors combined. And then as we add cyan, magenta, yellow, we're actually absorbing or subtracting light. So cyan, what it does, it absorbs red, magenta absorbs green, and yellow absorbs blue. Mm, I see. So it's kind of like the the exact opposite here. Um, And people abbreviate this model as the CMY model or the cyan, magenta, yellow model. Okay. But how about the red, yellow, blue that you learn about in art class as a five-year-old and that you started off with? Oh, yes, I I still remember that class. Uh, So art education materials commonly use red, yellow, blue as primary colors. And this is called the RYB model. Uh, And that's because the primary colors, um, you know, in the RYB color model, red, yellow, blue, uh, as you said, it's similar to the CMY model in that it is also a subtractive color model. Uh, So it is traditionally used in the art and like painting kind of context. The CMY model we talked about earlier is used more in the printing industry, but the CMY model can also produce a wider range of colors compared to the RYB model when used in printing. This is why the printing industry prefers CMY. I see, I got it. Now, why are there exactly three primary colors? Could there be a fourth? Theoretically, yes, you know. The concept of primary colors is tied to our biology. So humans, uh, we are trichromats meaning we have three types of color receptors in our eyes, like I explained. However, some animals, like certain birds, are tetrachromats and can perceive a fourth primary color. There are, I think, some rare cases of human tetrachromats as well. But actually, most mammals are dichromats, meaning they only see two colors. Wow. Imagine seeing a color that no one else sees if you're one of those rare people who sees four colors. Now, Why do different cultures have different primary colors in their traditional arts? Oh, the the concept of primary colors has a very long and complex history. I think the choice of primary colors has changed over time as well in different domains that study color. The descriptions of primary colors come from areas including philosophy, art history, 
color order systems and even scientific work uh, that involve the physics of light and the overall perception of color. Now, how does the concept of primary colors apply to color blindness? Oh, yes. Yeah. So color blindness, you know, it typically affects how a person sees those red, green and blues, the primary colors of light. Um, it depends on the type of color blindness, right? A person might have trouble seeing one of these primary colors or they actually might even perceive them differently. So the most common form is caused by a genetic disorder called congenital red-green color blindness. Uh, and this would basically make them dichromats, meaning that human could only see two colors. Actually, males are more likely to be colorblind than females because the genes responsible for the most common forms of color blindness are on the X chromosome. Oh, so if you're colorblind, does that mean that you get it from your father's genes then? Oh, no, that's not quite correct. Uh, females who are not colorblind can also carry genes for colorblindness and pass them on to their children. Thanks, Kevin. It does seem like colorblindness could be a whole Eli 5 episode in itself, so we'll have to save some of those details for another day. But for now, at least we are good on primary colors. Thank you. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you've got comments and suggestions for us. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, please do take the time to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts because it helps other people to discover this podcast. As always, thanks to the community on r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.